Namaskaram everyone. Welcome back to the podcast with Abhishek Anna where we talk about Sadhana Pada. Last time we had recorded but uh, for some reason it got stuck. It was just before Navaratri, right? No, it was in the middle of it, no? Yes, it was in the middle of it actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so before we go into it, I just want to tell the viewers like this podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other broadcasting platforms so that you can listen to it even while you are driving or doing something else in your home. Yeah. It's also on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. I don't know where you're watching yes. or listening. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So how's okay. it going, Anna? Cool. It's going good. I think last time, which we had to cut it off, it didn't work out. What I said is um, there's a particular practice for your career. Uh, you keep your legs straight in it and you bend down. So I was saying that my fingertips had touched the ground, which for me is a massive, massive achievement. Anyways, after that, my fingertips have not touched the ground in that, okay. in that <laughs> practice. But it's okay. It doesn't matter. But like that was wonderful. It so shows like the kind of progress. One thing is, uh, you know, you're looking for transformation and uh, it's not like uh, one day it's one thing and the next day it's like completely different. Transformation happens in steps. So you have to be consistent and you have to follow a certain, the method or the process that, you know, it works is you've had some benefit and you keep up with it. And then that's the kind, that's what causes transformation and the, the effect of it. So this was one thing that I had to, you know, remind myself. Like, so if actually I would go up to the monks, the brahmacharis and ask questions like, okay, I want to be this thing right now. Okay. You know, what do I do? And I'd get that kind of answer like, you know, it's not like that. You just work at it your whole life, you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Whole life. <laughs> or not whole life, but like people have dedicated their lives to kind of arrive at certain stage and stuff. And I'm asking like directly, oh, what do I do for, you know, what is like the method order? And they're like, no, it's basically I'm on the path and it'll happen over time. I can't expect to go from A to Z instantly, oh. you know. Mm-hmm. It's a process, it's a method. You work your way through it, you build the awareness, all that. So this is a very important thing. I think we tend to forget, but for me anyways, but it's a massive reminder that's been, yeah. And uh, you know, you spoke about Navratri. So actually, you know, in Canada, I grew up in Canada and there, I mean, probably like everyone watching this right now knows I grew up in Canada, but. Uh, so like growing up, I never really paid attention to any of like the cultural the traditions, all these kinds of things, because for me, I would look at it and just like people were just doing whatever, I mean, like they're doing something that they were doing like in India and stuff. And then they went to like whatever country they're just saying and they're just kind of doing it. And then I'm like, what's going on? And nobody really knows what's going on. Nobody understands. They're just kind of mm. like going through the motion. Right. But here, the kind of things like the processes and stuff that are happening, it's like energetically charged. I, that's like how I'm putting it. But obviously you've experienced many things, right? You do these, you have practices and stuff. It's like a subtler and more deeper process. It's not like you're just doing something for social reasons. You're not doing something just for a certain kind of, to make it look a certain way. There's a deeper, the process goes really deep and it, it has such a powerful effect. And that's been very transformational for me, particularly in this Navratri season, like the nine days and nights of Navratri. It's been very powerful. The way I see myself, the way I see 
what I want and what I don't want. I realize I've been ignoring certain aspects of myself. Mm -hmm. um, because I was like, I want to get to the end goal. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's also okay to enjoy the journey on the way to the end goal. So this thing for me was like huge. Um, so actually, I want to talk to you about not just like food, but it senses in general. So before, one thing that was happening is like, you know, something that is like painful, you don't like it, something that's pleasant, you like it. This kind of a thing happening to me. But recently, I'm just like, it's really, really weird. But I'm seeing my system as like a control system. I don't know if people have studied engineering or this kind of computers and stuff. Control system is you have like, let's say you have like a computer system and you have a certain input and then it has a certain output. And the control system is like what comes in between, what makes it happen, has like certain algorithms and stuff. Algorithm means like a step to go from A to Z. Algorithm is the steps. So for me, it's like my senses have just kind of become more like sensors. I'm just like, okay, I'm just, I'm just seeing this thing. I'm just feeling this thing. I'm just smelling. I'm just hearing whatever. I'm not like, oh, I really don't like this. Even though if I don't really like it, it's a lot milder now. But at the same time, I can enjoy it and experience it. So because of this, I found myself to be so much more free of like things that I didn't like. For example, they have like this bitter gourd. It's like a super healthy food. And it's not tasty. I, I would never eat it. But coming here, yeah, it's a bitter gourd. It's kind of bitter in the name. But here, I eat it. And bitter I gourd. feel like, okay, it tastes like bitter. Yeah. Bitter gourd. It's bitter. But like, and I gourd. eat it, I'm like, okay, it's like <laughs> I eat it, man. And it's like, okay, this is good. Even though it's bitter, I enjoy the experience. Okay. I got a bitter part. Yeah. So what <laughs> I was saying is like all, all my uh, things that I like and what I don't like, they're not so controlling me so much anymore. They're not controlling me so much anymore. Food is just a small thing. But let me tell you one thing. I had this discussion with someone like, I don't know, it was the second month of Sadhana Pada. And I said, you know what's been happening is that it's so easy to leave behind the big thing. Your car, your family, your job, your relationships, whatever. Not leave behind, but to, but to hit pause on that. It's easy to hit pause on that and be like, I'm going to go do something. Because yeah. somewhere, at least for me, somewhere it's like, I can just like go and do something else and come back to it. Right, but right, these right. little, little things mm. are the ones that I, I you know, you just, it's like, a, I have no words to explain it specifically, but experientially, it's like, I don't know why I don't want to let go of this stupid right. thing, but I don't know I don't want to let go of it. Because right, when right. I come and I'm like, and I have the same tendencies of these traps, the same compulsions. What is it? What, like, what's going on? Am I an idiot or something? Like, <laughs> but it's not like that the reason i feel like i'm an idiot around this is because well if i'm able to hit pause on all these things that are very very important why can i not like hit pause on these little things so like this food thing that i mentioned right like right i kind of got over that pretty quickly but but with the practices and stuff this is what i started seeing that i'm looking at my senses and my my body, my mind, and stuff, like a system. Sorry? Your, your family. <laughs> ah, yes, my family. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me just close the door. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
but still it's there my mahadi shouted from down there hey are you going to take bath <laughs> and the guy my cousin is he's like no i am not <laughs> this is usually so dear audience this usually happens in indian homes so please don't mind yes i'm going to continue <laughs> hey how's the fan i have a fan on oh yeah the fans no, are no okay, fans are can you hear the fans or no no i can't hear the fan okay so this was the main thing that's been one of the main things which is i'm not like the senses it's almost like a distance or something it's not so controlling and because of that i'm able to be like okay it's a certain way okay let's say you have a ruler and it has from 1 cent from 0 centimeters to 30 centimeters you have a spectrum you have a range in which the ruler can measure right so just like that when i look at something my eyes have a certain uh like certain way like or whatever in which uh i can see it's like if there's this much that's visible and only this much is visible to the naked eye it's like this in the spectrum and so why do i torture myself when i'm able to see something and be like i don't like this i like this so i feel good there's the same thing with like my taste and how i feel something and how i hear something i like this by decided i don't like it then i'm torturing myself or or feeling like i just making myself feel bad so i this experiential realization right it's not like i'm necessarily able to do something about it but the awareness is there it wasn't there to this degree before like these this attentiveness man i you know it may not seem it may not seem like may seem like oh whatever it is not like that it is actually the most important thing to be able to bring awareness to these things and in certain large experiences that i have they, these likes and this like they just fall off that doesn't mean i can't enjoy it it means whether i like something or don't like it i can go through the experience with grace and like really enjoy it and see what it's all about see it the way it is or maybe get to it that i don't see things exactly the way they are i still have my uh, my distorted glasses of my personality for the persona that i've created so this has been so powerful but um, how's been how's your experience been around this i i actually i wanted to ask you a question like uh, this is like one a message i got i just want want okay. want to know like what would you ha- would have answered to this lady if you had got this question so one akka messaged me like uh, you know she wanted to come for the sadhana patha that you are going just going through but because of covid situations she could not come so maybe next year she might she mm-hmm. wants to come but for the for this one for the previous one she left us she's 18 years old she was supposed to go to college but she didn't go to college because she thought she will do sadhana pada but she couldn't do so she lost one year of her college so she's worried like should she complete her college and then come for sadhana pada or she should she do the the coming sadhana pada and then go for for her higher studies like what would you have replied to her <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting <laughs> what did you so don't tell me what you said okay, let me want, see yeah, I, yeah, so yeah. wait first of, yeah, don't tell me what you said yeah. so first okay she's just starting so she can't start in like the second semester right she has to only start in the first semester yeah like she if she you like if she doesn't do sadhana pada she'll join college then i think it'll be three or four years before she can come for sadhana pada i think minimum two, two no what i was saying is like yeah no i'm saying if she if she missed the 
first semester because she thought she would join Sadhana, but then she couldn't join the first semester of her first year. Can she start in the second semester? The answer is no, right? I'm she guessing. hasn't joined college. She just completed her 12th. Okay, okay, sure. I, I get it. It's like, okay. Okay, first of all, I'm not going to tell anyone what to do. Like, how would I know this? This is, has to do. But the only thing, actually, for me, is very important is priorities. On this, by the way, I don't know what my priorities are for everything. Because I've looked at it, I looked at it, and the priorities sometimes seem to change. And that's why I'm here, right? That's the point of Sadhana Pada. So you have more clarity and you understand what it is that you want in life, which way, which direction you want to go. Um, definitely, actually, during this Navratri season, I've had a lot more uh, direction into the path that I want to go. So maybe for this person, they're 18 years old. It depends on what their, on what their priorities are. And one thing is, if she's doing practices, she can just do her practice and go through her college and stuff and then do sadhana bada or she can do it in the middle but I'm just going to say it all depends on what she really wants what her priority is and what, why is she going to college like what is she choosing to do there for and by the way did she tell you why she wants to do sadhana bada? no I didn't ask her <laughs> she didn't say that because that's the first thing I would want to ask the first thing is why do you want to do that? I didn't ask questions. No, because, look, here's the thing. <laughs> no, no, good, no, no, you ask. <laughs> you are like the proper, you are like the proper guy, you know, when, when someone calls for Sadhana Pada interview, they're like, why do you want to do for Sadhana Pada? You are that interview guy. I am not that guy. <laughs> Please tell us. <laughs> <laughs> If her, if she knows what her why is, then she can see what to do. You start with why, right? You start with your why. She wants to, what does she want? Clarity, she's 18 years old. Why would an 18-year-old want to do sadhana pada before going to college? Maybe she wants clarity. Maybe she wants to build discipline. Maybe she wants, maybe she's had certain experiences and wants to go deep in those experiences uh, before the program starts. Well, she could try and come here. Not now. It's not possible right now at this point in time. But maybe when the situation gets better, like in March or April or whatever, I don't know, I'm making it up, that she can come here for a month or two months and volunteer, go do like, she could do like the baby seva or linga seva, something like that would be really good. I'm not giving any advice, right? This is what I would do. I would come, I would just stay for two months, do some volunteering, some of the things that I mentioned, like baby seva, linga seva, or just general volunteering around. Do that for like two months, wake up at, and early and like do your practices at 5.30 and all these things. And then see, that alone is like really transformational. And then if she really wants to do sadhana, she can do it. But now this is me assuming she hasn't done that already. And if she's done that, then she can any, she should know that she can anyway do that. Because taking a year off is one thing. Taking, a year, taking two years off and where one of those years you weren't able to do anything is another thing. Now, I'm not going to give, I, obviously, like, everybody makes their own decisions, but I'm just curious, what is this person doing now? She can do sadhana from home or something. Like, yeah. And you can uh -huh. always learn things and study and stuff. It's simple. <laughs> so, I don't know if this is helpful, but the only thing I can do is guide people to like look at themselves. Even for me, like I talk to the monks or the brahmacharis and then they, they just grill me. 
stuff and they're like destroying me like you know, i have to look at myself and figure it out on my own we have the tools and that's what makes it like really really powerful so let me tell you like one major achievement that i've had which is before i came in february and i was not really able to sit legs crossed and eat on the floor in comfort it took many many months up until like i don't know the exact date but it was sometime in september today's october 31st so sometime in september i was able to sit comfortably on the floor with my legs crossed and eat okay. so what i mean by this is like comfortably, comfortably anyways before that and eat no i could sit comfortably but i couldn't eat in comfort because i had to bend down a little mm. like you know when you sit with yeah. your legs crossed maybe people some people haven't done this but you have to kind of like bend down because your plate is on the floor in front of your legs you have to like bend down your, your upper body a it was just causing pain around like my hips and all these things so it's it's opened up a lot more so this pain isn't coming you know why this is a major achievement i feel so if i look at people in from in japan and korea and india people sit on the floor and eat. in canada in us europe people don't do that we don't sit on the floor and eat and so a lot of people actually can't sit on the floor with their legs crossed mm. when i first went when i went to my first like actual in person yoga program it was inner engineering i was struggling and i felt like a loser but i wasn't the only one so i felt okay <laughs> <laughs> that's how i saw it but, but now when i look at it actually coming here to india i was like wow look at this there's no cushions people are able to sit on the floor on like the hard floor and they're okay with it and what can't wait what is luxury you know you can't even did that loser in you come back your body did that loser in you come back did that loser in you come back, you come back? <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it comes back even more right because you know you're sitting in a room um and there's like or you know not even a room like let's say i'm sitting outside and there's some and i see like a lot of people sitting outside and i'm like man look at these people so comfortably seated but now it's okay now it doesn't matter now i can sit like that it's definitely you know all the practice and everything but up until a few months ago i was like really struggling even recently on some days i struggle depending on what i eat and all this stuff i have to watch my food very very carefully what specific type of food i'm eating how much of each food i'm eating it affects my sinuses i have like major allergy problems my immune oh. system has been going haywire even back in canada and us I had like all these allergies with I was allergic to indoor and outdoor allergens. Mm. So coming here I thought let's see how it will be. It didn't get better. Um it's still like that. But my practices do make it a lot better. So on the days I do more intense practices, I can see I have a lot less symptoms. So I mean if I just like stop my practices it would be like boom, nose blockage and all these things. So this is like a side benefit of that. But man, I don't know what else to say. like the fact that back when i used to feel like i'm not able to sit in comfort with my body i'm not able to use my body in comfort there's no ease in my body when i was doing like bodybuilding and stuff i would be like oh i'm getting strong look at this i'm stronger than the guy next to me but the other guy the other guy next to me is stronger than me all these things they don't matter anymore actually because now i'm comfortable in the body because now you're like okay what is the body useful for it's useful for what you want to do right Like, so back then i would have sore muscles and all these things it was not actually that helpful it served a different purpose and that purpose is actually pointless awesome awesome great yeah so yeah i think uh, 
to be an idiot? I guess, I don't know. There's so many things, but I don't know any specific topics right now. Someone wanted to talk to me to talk about my schedule or something. Oh, is it? Or like what I do. Yeah. But I don't know what to say because I think I've already talked about it. Let's see. What did I not mention? So like practice started 530 uh, more earlier. So I do that. And they go to like 10 ish and I go for brunch. And then after that, I go and I do um, whatever volunteer activities I have. So I'm working on multiple different projects. My role right now, it's like mainly like execution of project stuff. And I do some like ideation and creative stuff. Um, but I just work with people. I work with people across many different teams to get things done. Um, do that. And then I go for evening practices like 4.30 or 5 o'clock. On like a rare day, it stretches until later. My whatever work I need to do. So then I'm not able to go like that. And then I go, I eat dinner which is at like seven, but I might go a little later, like 7.30 or something. And after that I go, if I need to do some more, like get some tasks done, then I might do that. Otherwise I just go, I, I hang around, I reflect. You know, reflection is so important. One of the major things that's happened to me is like, I started looking more at what I do throughout the day. And then I kind of lost that. I stopped okay. doing that. But, but I realized the importance of that consistency because when I do look at what I did throughout the day, and how it was in comparison with what I planned to do, then I can see, okay, what are the inefficiencies? Actually, this is a major thing. So I sat, there's like, I work with, I work with like a particular monk, right? And then he was saying like, to ask for guidance, like feedback. This is the most important thing. To have this kind of, be in this kind of environment, to have the feedback and the guidance from people who have, who are professionally a lot farther than me, like over like decade ahead of me, two decades ahead of me professionally that have done many things and then come here to volunteer. They're, they're, you know, have many responsibilities and also in terms of like inner capabilities, what they're able to do. Mm -hmm. So having that guidance from them, it's been very powerful. So one thing I realized that I was told is that I'm given certain types of activities and then but let's say there's a task and I like, I some, sometimes for a certain task, I'll get fully involved, I'll throw myself into it completely, which is like our terminology of saying, like, you're totally involved. You're like fully focused and stuff. So I do it completely. And it's like this, this, this. Other times, I'm like, okay. And I like, I do it, but I procrastinate. I take my time and I slowly do it. So one thing, I was not really a complete finisher, okay, before I came here. But that, they've really drilled into me, becoming a complete finisher. So that's good. I'm closing the loop. But I'm not like, shoo. I take my time sometimes for something. So it's like what I like, what I don't like, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. All these things need to be broken because let's say you're running a business or anything, doesn't matter, whatever you're doing, you're creating something of your own. There are things that you like, things that you don't like, things that you're good at, things that you're not good at. You can't always delegate everything. Maybe some things are too important to delegate, so you may need to do it yourself. And even if you are delegating it, you still need to be on top of it to see, to know what's going on. And so for that, being able to you know, I was informed, like, you know, I'm being this way. And because of that, like, I have certain critical tasks that I have to do to, make, to run a project forward. And if, if I don't do it, everything gets halted. And I'm the one who's responsible. I'm the one who's to manage the critical path of the project. So I'm like, okay, what's wrong with me? I need to be like on point, on game. I have to be at the peak 24 seven. 
I might get a call 9 p.m. Okay, I used to do this, this, this. Boom, let's go do it. Like, even if I don't like it, right? So this thing, well, like, ha I've realized I need to really break. So last one week after I was told this, I, like, got fully onto it. Like, no, no, I need to break this. I need to go and, like, fully not be bogged down by things that I may not be good at or I may feel I'm not good at or things that I may feel like it's not something that I want to do or things that I really enjoy doing because it's a mix of what I enjoy, what I don't enjoy. Because in order to get something done, it's, it's a lot of different activities, right? right? And so whatever's critical at this time, whatever's urgent and important, I need to get to it. But the important thing is this, I'm doing it without generating tension or anxiety or stress or any of these things. Mm. Because I have this kind of inner capability of how to manage my system. So actually I wasn't aware of this until the monk pointed this out to me because I realized I'm just choosing to ignore many aspects of myself and I just need to slowly bring awareness over and over and over and over beyond and then I'll be able to see so much more of what I'm capable of and it's the same maybe I, I feel it's the same for everyone that we're just so used to ignoring this thing that thing because going through school going through work it's like Oh, just get it done. Just get it done. Just get it done. It doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter how you've grown. It does sometimes, but not all the time. It's like, how much skill have you developed? Yes, I'm developing skills here, but that's not the point. The point is how much have I grown as an individual? Because the skills I can pick up and, and drop off, it's like this. If you pick it up, I drop. Pick it up, I drop. Because it's learning and unlearning and relearning. But in order to do that, who am I becoming? What am I becoming? How empty am I becoming so that, you know, I can pick up anything and drop off anything without that residue sticking to me? Am I fluid like water, just like Bruce Lee said? All these things, like, this is the most important thing that uh, we need to know. I feel, at least for me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I, I, sorry, I'm not like a I, bit of a... I, I do feel that. Focus. I hope. <laughs> That's that's awesome, Anna. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. Exactly. No, like, yeah. Like the last part, I was really, really listening to it. Super. Like that because that's very true. You know, because a lot of things I like to do, I don't yeah. like to Anything do. Anything else that you want to be? No, no. That's about it. Hmm. And how's that been for you? It's, Have it's, you been able to break through certain boundaries? I, I have a lot of boundaries, especially like with video content and all, like I put a lot of videos, but sometimes I feel like I need to hurry. Sometimes I, like I'm always in like post, but sometimes, you know, certain content you need to work on it, but I need to break that. Like when someone says you need to redo it, I'm like, no, I won't redo it. Why should I redo it? There's a lot of resistance to, you know, uh, for me to do that and all. One is timing and the other is appropriateness, no? Yeah. About timing and appropriateness, like certain content, it's appropriate to take your time and do it. Yeah. Other content, you just push it out. Yeah, and then down. timing is like, okay, well, you know, what's for these things? But yeah. I think, but, but I lost you. Oh no! But oh, yeah, you froze. Yeah, yeah, I got, got you. Uh, I'm back. I got you. <laughs> Yeah, you were saying something. Yeah. Any other topic or question? No, I was just saying about appropriateness and timing, right? Yeah. But then, yeah, I think you said too. Oh. Okay, Anna. So, 
thank you so much so we'll catch up in the next recording i hope okay okay namaskaram bye